Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Six PM. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com/slash-with-amex. Terms apply. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. <laughs> Stevens, 10 seconds to go. Into the fourth court, Sexton. Left side to Stevens, down the lane. Powell with two hands. Stevens hit it. Atlanta, no timeouts. 112-111 Cavs. Into the fourth court, Young. Bounce in the right corner. Three, no good. Broadcasting live. Ish. From Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on the sunny shores of beautiful Lake Erie. Atlanta Trice Pistons have been booby trapped. In downtown Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland! Hello, Cleveland! You've tuned in to Wine and Gold Radio. Gordon, a teardrop. It was altered by the Cavaliers. Allen. Allen's got it. He rumbles into the forecourt. Oh! Jared Allen goes to coast! <laughs> now, here are your hosts, Rafa. J Mike and Joe G. Oh my. Yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah, hey. And welcome to episode eight, Ocho, of Wine and Gold Radio. I'm Wine joined. Wine and Gold Radio. <laughs> Would you have gotten Bacardi Ocho for this episode? Very, very tasty rum, by the way. But we got a milestone hitting tonight. We have plenty of alcohol for this show. Yeah. <laughs> I am Joe G, and I am joined, of course, by the bad and the beautiful Rafa Hernandez Brito and Juan Miguel, John Michael. Uh, what's up, guys? How are you? Look who joined us. And hey. Mr. Cavalier, he popped in. <laughs> what's up? Everybody. There's something we weren't expecting. That was entirely one. unexpected. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined by Mr. Cavalier, Austin Carr. Austin, welcome to the show. Oh, man, it's always good to join my buddies. <laughs> oh, man, it's so great to have you. AC, yeah. last week these guys shamed me because I mentioned the Wine and Gold Radio win streak, that we won after every game, and then we had a little bit of a rough stretch. Now we're back to our winning ways, and I'm going to mention it again. Winning streak starts right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> First well, episode. Put it this, way. this is going to be a very interesting 
game because I know Doc Rivers, and uh, he's going to remind them how we treated them last time, so we better be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Very impressive week, guys. Wait, welcome Juan Miguel, too. I already welcomed Juan Miguel. Juan, I hello. haven't heard him. I, he's, he always takes a back, a back seat. He, he does. He does. We, Juan, we, let's hear from you. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen in this yeah. box. There's a lot of people well, talking. And so, we have a sommelier. Before you yeah, get to I that de- point. A sommelier. I deferred to my sommelier partner and let him. <laughs> just found out what that word was all about about <laughs> an hour ago. I, I was thinking because you are Mr. Cavalier and you are a sommelier, does that kind of make you Mr. Cavalier? Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds pretty good. I like that. I like that. Hey, Joe, let's not get too carried away now. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds I, pretty fancy, I, AC. Hey, hey. Like I said, it, it wasn't for fancy. I wouldn't know what a sommelier was, but I, <laughs> I know what he is. He, I know he tastes a lot of wine. I know that. Well, it's a very special episode of Wine and Gold Radio because we are going to have in the next segment uh, Andrew Harden. You know, Joe G has been complaining, AC, <laughs> about uh-huh. the, the wine tastings and, and, and liqueur tastings that you and I have been doing all summer long, right? And he's right. like, why don't I take part of this? So, you know, me knowing you and you knowing Andrew Harding, the co-founder of, of Knock, Knocking Point. By the right. way, I got to tell you guys a story about that. We're going to have it, and we actually have the, the Caval- Cavaliers Cabernet, the Cavs Cab. Everybody oh. has it ready. There was there was some problem with the shipping, so they are going to replace every single bottle with drink on this episode today. Okay, oh. so don't worry about it. But by the way, my wife Lily, who you all know, was a, a little upset at me, and I am in turn a little upset at you guys <laughs> because of my my accent. I kept saying knocking point, you know, because in Spanish you pronounce the words the way you write them, and right. oh, and always and always and oh, you know, like ah, whatever. So it's not it's not knocking point. And I kept saying knocking point, and you guys never corrected me. No, you're saying it right. Are you saying it right? Isn't yeah, that it? Knocking, knocking point? point. That is it. I never yeah. have it. I think you're saying it fine. I'm All right. Worried. So you tell Lily then. Get oh. chicken. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, you on your own on that one. Yeah. <laughs> guys, did you know that if the season ended today, we'd be only three and a half games out of the play-in <laughs> tournament? Which yeah, is now, amazing. which we now know that, is, I believe, May 21st, I think. Yes. That is amazing. When I saw that, I could not believe that. I said, what? You mean to tell me all we got to do now is get it back together and we can slide in there? <laughs> it's wide open. The second half is yeah. wide open and we get healthy. But let's talk about the two wins we had this week. Coming off a 10-game losing streak, Cavs get it together, get a nice win against the Hawks, and then take down the Rockets. Would it be safe to say or fair to say it was a rookie week? Outstanding rookie week for for all three guys on both ends. Yeah, at at this point in the season, they have they've had enough bumps and bruises to, to to understand what the pro league is all about now. I mean, so so now we're waiting to see how much they develop now. Because the one thing for sure with uh, Windler, Windler's starting to realize. First of all, I got to be ready to shoot the ball when I'm when I'm in position, and I got to get my shot off quicker. He, he was in the first part of the season, man. He was like, picture, he was just like, I'm going, that's too slow. <laughs> and he found that out, but now he's ready to get it off now. And, and really, as long as the ball is moving with him, he's all right. But when the ball stops moving and he stands around, he's watching a couple of our guys, 
no good. He's got to be in the flow of the motion so he can read what's going on. And I understand that type of all. Yeah, and he said that too after you know one of those strong performances. He said, "When I'm just trying to corner to corner up and that way, when I'm part of the offensive work, and and it's predicated upon moving the basketball, which yeah. they've done so much better over the last couple of games. Think about this: in 48 hours, Dylan Windler's career three point shooting <laughs> percentage went from 30 percent to 42 percent. Career three point shooting percentage: five of five against Atlanta, four of four." against Houston, a big part of that. And, you know, you talk about rookies, Lamar Stevens. We know what he oh, did. The game I love him. Yeah, I mean, with four I seconds mean, remaining. Go ahead, AC. I mean, when you look at Steven, he's the, he's the perfect – his story is perfect. I mean, to, to, to start out in the G League, a two-way player, and just – he just basically worked his way in to the, to, to the rotation because of his style of play and the way he plays. And I attribute that to – what DJ has done, because when you look at it, the only way you like I, I, I attribute it, I, I, I kind of liken it to what Miami Heat does. Miami plays a certain style of ball. They go after. They know exactly the kind of player they have to go after because of the way they play and the way they want to play. They know the attitude that if you don't have this attitude, you might be good, but you ain't gonna fit with us. They'll take a lesser guy. With a little lesser talent, but he's got the right attitude and, and and develop him as opposed to trying to get the the, the guy that's really doing his thing. So I kind of like what we're doing, and and I really wish Stevens the best because I'm telling you, if I'm going to play somebody and I want to have somebody on him, I'm gonna put Stevens on him. He may file out the game, but he's gonna let him know that he's guarding. He's definitely. I was gonna say that his defense has really shown. But I, I know it was rookie week here at Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse. But I'm not one to take credit for things. But ever since we let, <laughs> everything we let Jared Allen know on on, on Wine and Gold Radio that his nickname was Patrulla Juvenil or Mud Squad in English. He's had career <laughs> nights one after the other. I mean, you have to include him in in the. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as far as a week goes, you know, and and we talked about his field goal percentage, which was <laughs> insane. I mean, it yeah. really was nuts. But again, five blocks he had. You know, I mean, when you look yeah. at it, the Cavs as a team, I don't know if you guys know this stat. The Cavs had five blocks as a team all of last year. I don't know if you know that. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious? No, the whole season? no. But we were the Cavs have been terrible in blocking shots, and and, and they have and go, finally you had this year everything has changed. Yeah. now you have yeah now you're having double digit blocks. You have uh, between Jarrett and Javale. I mean, defensively, I think Jarrett's underrated. I mean, really, he's he's. Oh yeah, well, you know what? I like to keep him under the radar for a while mm -hmm. before the press starts putting pressure on him to produce like that every night. I I, I kind of. I kind of want to see him continue to to develop, to develop, and then when he's ready for the stardom, throw it on him. But the media is is not going to hold back on that. They're, if he has a good one against Embiid, then that, and really when you look at Embiid the way he plays, if you attack him like like we're getting the ball to Allen, keep getting it and make him play defense, he he is not in shape to be able to guard somebody that can attack him all the time. So I'm I'm looking forward to see and if we can run him up and down that floor a little bit. <laughs> AC, uh, I want to go back real quick to rookie week. Just ask about the rookies and specifically Dylan. Okay. That first that first time where you feel, you know, Dylan, all these guys were stars in college, as were you. 
Do you right. need that one game, that one or two games where you have you, you kind of blow it out and, the zone. and and yeah, and you're in a zone and you feel like, man, I belong. You, right. you and, again, and you were the you were the number one pick, so you probably didn't have to worry about that. But for rookies, do they have to have that game or that moment where they're like, "Yep, I'm here." Oh yeah, I mean, even myself, I had to have that because when back then it wasn't as as national as it is now. In other words, when I played, when I read about Jerry West, Oscar Robinson, Phil Chenier, Nate Archibald, all those guys, I read about them in magazines, so I never really competed against them. So I had to kind of get my encouragement, and I had to get that up. And and luckily, I had guys like Butch Beard and Lenny Wilkins to kind of help me through that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, you 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 definitely have to have it, – it, it is one or two games – where and it, and it, you really don't realize when it's happening to you until it's happened. And when you look at what uh, um, uh, what's name has done, uh, Wendler, I mean, he just it just it just happened, mm-hmm. you know. And then all of a sudden now he's saying, "Oh, look what I got here! <laughs> I got a new toy!" And then, yeah. and then boom, 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 moving the ball, boom. I mean, and now what he's got is what Stevens is, has worked his way to. He's got respect of his teammates. And once you get that, now watch how many times that if, if he's open, they're gonna get him the ball. Now, there's almost pressure on these other guys to get him the ball because now he's producing and shooting. So when he's open, the fans are gonna be and the coaches gonna be expecting you to get him the ball, and that's gonna be that's huge his development and, and confidence. They would give me the ball if I was shooting like that, AC. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they would not. Yeah. They would not. <laughs> Okay, see, the hard part's over with. Now it's time to start drinking. Open it up. (laughs) When we come back in segment two, we're going to have Andrew Harding from Knocking Point. Is that how we say that, Ralph? Knocking. I kept saying knocking. (laughs) Do I I have time to go get a bottle? Yeah, go get your bottle. (laughs) You can get two bottles, AC. AC AC is going to go step on some grapes, so he's going to make that one. (laughs) Cavs Cab was personally stomped by AC. I don't know. Yes. Is that that true? He curated Uh, it. He's the curator. That's yeah. right. We'll be back in segment two. Uh, we'll have Andrew Harding on. We'll talk a little Cavs Cab. We'll talk. What are they? They are, they are the official The official wine, wine of the Cleveland Cavaliers yeah. and the official wine of sports. Yeah, but I also have to talk some Sopranos. We have to talk a lot. We There's a lot Good. to discuss with Andrew. Yeah. We'll be back on Wine and Gold Radio with Andrew Harding. Wine and Gold Radio. Hi, I'm Campy Russell. And I never, never, never listen to Wine and Gold Radio because I'm from Michigan. There's more of this. You have to be kidding After this on Wine and Gold Radio. The Cav City Collection is now available online at cavcom slash shop. Rep the land with jerseys, hats, tees, and more inspired by the Cav City Edition uniforms. Love running the lane. Left side dance. The Cavaliers, in a partnership with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, introduced the team's City Edition uniform, featuring a design and style that reflects the grit, attitude, and spirit of Cleveland's rock and roll roots. See the whole collection at Cavs.com slash shop. Oladova outside the three-point arc, gives it off to Love. He'll step back, shoot, and hit. Kevin Love with the first two points of the ballgame. And that's his shot, John. We ran a lot of that for him last year, Tim. John, Tim, John's your middle name, right? <laughs> Not that either. Out front, three ball, no good by Wanamaker. Here come the Cavaliers. Don't worry, Campy, we'll be fine. <laughs> 
to Wine and Gold Radio. Now that's energy. Okay, everybody, and welcome back to segment two of Wine and Gold Radio. The drinking has begun, fellas. We have started. <laughs> Wine and, we- and Gold Radio. <laughs> the jingle is going to change. The jing- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to sound great by the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> we are joined by our special guest, Andrew Harding, co-founder, co-owner of Knocking Point Wines in the Walla Walla, Washington. Andrew, great having you on, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's fun to be part of the Cavs crew these days, so thanks for having me. You know, Andrew, Joe G was complaining to me because we have, I had told him the stories about the wine tastings we did over the summer. He was like, how come we don't do them here on Wine and Gold Radio? So we want to thank you for, for sending us some wine. We're actually tasting today on this, on this episode the, the Cleveland Cavaliers Cabernet, Cavs Cab, curated by Senor Cavalier yeah. himself. Uh, yeah. Mr. <laughs> resident sommelier, uh, resident wine expert. Right <laughs> <laughs> so, salute, salute everybody. Salute. I know, I know yeah. exactly where you are, but salute. Jindan. Hey, hey, wait a minute. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I am a, 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 a knowledgeable sommelier. Is that how you say it? <laughs> That's close enough. I, yeah. That makes perfect. And you are. You are. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, I'm not a wine expert, obviously, and and I'm trying. I love the wine. I love it, and I'm trying to. And and as a writer, I'm I always trying to find the right adjective for wine. How to describe it? How to what? What is a good? What is a good expression to describe your wine? And then I'll tell you a quick calf story about about that. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, I think one of the things that makes us so different from other wineries is that we don't we don't take the the normal path to making wines where we describe them with like the oaky finish and silky this and <laughs> you know tobacco <laughs> raspberry uh you know first and foremost we are wine lovers and that's why we started this thing you know i was i was raised in walla walla washington which is a wine town um and i and i got to see some really special things happening in my hometown and all i really know still to this day guys is is that is that i just really enjoy wine and and wine culture um and how wine is different from other beverages in that really there's a there's a there's a long story uh and a and a and a true connection to to people and communities and, and the culture behind it and that's why i like wine and so you know in terms of of you know actually actually describing it i would call our wines just simply approachable and uh you know uh, super premium quality and at a fair price with an awesome story behind each one you know i think that um you know, some of these sommeliers again to, you know, say that, say that word, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're way better than I am at actually describing, you know, the, the, the notes and whatnot. And I could pick out some things here and there, but for the most part, I would, you know, I mean, to just hear people tell me that the wine exceeded their expectation and how, how approachable it is. Uh, I mean, that's what makes me happy. So, you know, as long as we're putting smiles on people's faces and, and they tell me that they love it, that's all I want to hear. The oh great, gosh. the great part about your wines is that there are stories behind every bottle. Every you know one, what I mean. Right. So that's the that's the beautiful part about it. So let's start with one of the stories that really is interesting, but for to all our cat fans and all our millions of listeners on Wine and Gold Radio, is the the story about the birth of Cab's Cab. How yeah. did Senor Cavalier come in, come into the story <laughs> to use his wine knowledge and, and and how tell us about that process because we want to know how this came to life. Yeah, you know, so the winemaking process for us is is you know quite a bit different. Obviously, we've got some expert 
winemakers who make us look really good on, on a regular basis. But we we like to get other people involved in the actual curation of the blend. And that adds to the story, right? So we do a minimum of about a dozen collaborations per year, you know, whether they're with my business partner, Stephen Amell, the guy from the show Arrow for years, he's, mm-hmm. he's shooting a new uh, uh, wrestling show on stars called, called heels right now. Uh, you know, he was the one who kind of started out this whole collaboration program and taking somebody who isn't really a wine expert, but letting them curate and blend wines. Right. And so uh, you know, in, in, uh, working with the Cavs, we, we, you know, we talked with, with, you know, Brian and Matt from the partnerships team and, and, you know, it was really pretty obvious from, from, uh, day one that we wanted Mr. Cavalier to lean in and be our, be our, be our, you know, expert winemaker on this project. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, to just, to just simply start from the top and say, what do you like? Where do you want to start? And just, and just guide them through the process. That's exactly how we do this. And, and, you know, had he said he wanted a white wine or a rosé, we would have sent over some whites and rosés. We really would have. This, this, this name of Cavs Cab was like one of the very first concepts. Unfortunately, AC picked a, picked a cab. So it made the name, you know, stick and (laughs) that part was easy. Uh, but, you know, it was it was it was truly, you know, selected by him. And, you know, we got to have some fun on on a wine tasting. We sent out, I think I think it was four or five different blends. And, right. um, you know, this 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 truly was was his selection 100 percent. So but that's exactly how we like to do it. You know, I mean, this isn't us telling people what they like. This is us working as a group and as a team and really, really collaborating to land on a project that that. That, I mean, not only the wine is blended and 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 you know curated by all of us together collectively, but 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 the brand, the story, the look, the feel, and everything about the packaging and the bottle itself also also uh, adds to that entire story. And you know, the end result is a totally unique and exclusive bottle of wine that we you know think think that you know fans and and you know wine lovers will will really enjoy. So. AC, that's a lot of responsibility, man. I mean, (laughs) from your perspective, as you went through the process, I mean, they're giving you blends. I mean, at any point were you overwhelmed? Like, wait a second, I'm not not right. At first, it was a little overwhelming, but then I I just I reverted back to old days. Just rely on my taste. (laughs) (laughs) And the taste, and I just went through them all. Andrew kind of guided me through them. And I went through the taste, and and all three of them were good. And let me tell you, all three of them were good. It was hard to make, but the cab, I just was, it just, I just kind of connected with it. It and spoke, that's how to, it spoke to you. <laughs> it spoke to you when you when you tasted. Right, it. that's right, Rafa. <laughs> it, it it spoke to me loud and clear. When it when it hit your tongue, you knew you were a sommelier. Yeah, you knew at that point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Andrew, I want to ask. Time, Joe, I didn't know what it was though. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, I want to ask you about your family of wines because I, I, I checked out some. Of, I mean, you have other besides Cavs Cab. The one that kind of jumped out at me was Gangster Goddess, as, yeah. Uh, because I'm a big Sopranos fan. I mean, I've seen yeah. all of them, and uh, that as a Drape Di Matteo, mm-hmm. Adriana, correct? And she's kind of behind yeah. that wine. Maron. That's all I got to say about her. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She's awesome. You know, I mean, it it doesn't matter. She actually lives down the street from me here in LA. Um, 
but all of these things are done through Zoom. So we hopped on Zoom with her too. The same thing. We had a, we had a couple of great conversations. Talked about the the uh, direction that she wanted to go in. She's got her podcast called Gangster Goddess Podcast. So the the you know the the branding was already done for us. Which by the way is a fantastic bottle. If you guys haven't seen it, it's it's a it's you know beautiful mm -hmm. artwork, mm -hmm. super cool. Um, is that the one biting the know, bullet on the on the label? Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's like it's like okay. the, lip, I love the it. bullet yeah. biting it. It's super cool. And, um, and again, she picked my favorite you know, blend in the world, which is, which is Oregon Pinot Noir. Um, so, so I wasn't mad at it at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, I, I don't know if you, I, I don't know how to put this question up, but we are all here. I think dudes that drink pink wine and you just, you just sold out on the first, the first time you put it out there, right? Yeah. Who's that, who, is that, is there somebody behind that or is that a, a, a company That's brand? That's that's Stephen and I, you know, back in the early days, one of the reasons that we started this winery was that he and I went to Paso Robles, California, which is a wine town and planned on spending a day to have some lunch and then press on to the Bay Area to watch a baseball game. He's from Toronto. We were going to watch the Blue Jays play the A's. And we ended up drinking a bunch of rosé and staying for three days in this place. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, and that was that was the genesis of this whole thing, you know. And and I mean, as we were leaving, Stephen goes, "Man, how do we do this way more often? Like, how do we do this whole wine town, wine region, wine people culture thing more?" And I was like, "Well, hey, you know, we should we should talk about starting a winery in my hometown and the rest is kind of history." But rosé was a big part of that because you can, you know, you, can, you know, for the most part, you can enjoy it during the day and the afternoon. Uh, and we just decided to have fun with it early on. This is back in 2012, 2013, when rosé hadn't taken off the way that it has now. And just for fun, we just called it Pink Wine for Dudes. And that <laughs> little, little uh, sort of a silhouette that's a little bit of a play on like the, the you know, flight logo a little bit. That's actually he and I high-fiving. Uh, and a buddy of us took a, a, a buddy of ours took a photo of us doing it as a total joke. Again, just super, just totally having fun with it. And then we turned it into that that, that little icon. And so that that's a that's a flying high five of two guys doing it. Just a yeah. high five. It's called <laughs> yeah, it. I just sold out yesterday. Sold yeah, out I heard, yesterday. I saw that. Yeah, I have to ask about uh, Walla Walla, Washington. First of all, yeah. I, love, I love saying it. Everyone loves saying it. It's it's the town so nice that they named it twice and all that stuff. Yep. Um, I mean, that that is a huge wine region. I, I read that they actually have a community college course in winemaking. I mean, that's they do. why they is that do. such a huge wine winemaking region? Yeah, you know, so it, I mean, first and foremost, you know, it's a fantastic agricultural region overall. When I was when I was raised there, there was a ton of wheat and peas and onions and asparagus and you know, across the board alfalfa and everything. It just it's it just it seems to work there. Everything does apples even. Um and you know, in the in the late nineties when I left for school, um, there were probably close to 20 wineries, I believe. Now there's approaching 200. Wow. Uh and you know what's what's happening whenever I go back home, which is I mean obviously you know, in uh, 2020, it, it was not often enough, but just watching these, these fields, whether they were asparagus or wheat before turnover into vineyards, it's pretty incredible. Right. And so, you know, what you've got is this perfect mix of really hardworking people and just really nice, hardworking people uh, with farming backgrounds that have turned to grape growing and to, you know, making world-class wines. And what happened was, it was, you know, back in the early days, we had a, we had a couple guys back in the seventies and eighties that started making wine out of Walla Walla um, and going to some of these uh, competitions and, and either winning them or placing incredibly high. 
you know, and it, it's, it's, you know, sort of that story where, where, you know, the, the, you know, the winemaker comes out of nowhere and wins a competition on a big, you know, international stage and people are going, well, hang on a second. Where are you from Napa? And no, I'm from Walla Walla. And wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, I, Cinderella right? story. Yeah. I, groundskeeper. I have, exactly. a, I have a question for you because I know you put out a, a, a wine after every year of the anniversary of, of knocking point wine. And now you're up to year, year eight. Year eight. When you sent me the year seven, I thought you had made one to celebrate my seventh year with the Cavs that I started ah. this season. But you know that's the story I tell. But don't don't tell yeah, anybody. Yeah. Don't tell anybody <laughs> making it up. But do let's say, you know, I know you have pinche wine, so it won't be the first Spanish wine. If if I have a C vino or or yeah. could we make like a sixty one? If somebody let's say like Senor Cavalier wanted to make a sixty one to celebrate his sixty one point. In a in a in a tournament playoff game, you know, and we pull it out next next March Madness. Uh, is that something that anybody can do with knocking point? Or, or absolutely, is it, you guys yeah. I mean, I mean, look, that's that's one of the things that I'm most proud of, and I think that works the best with this with this you know winery that that you know we've we've you know really started in my hometown. We started in my parents' backyard, and you know there are no rules, right? It's it, it, it it's like you know, finding, finding stories first to kind of guide the process is exactly what we do. Um, you know, and so, yeah, we could, we could make a 61, we could, we could sit down and come up with 10 different ideas, um, that, 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 you know, have a story behind them and have a ton of fun with them. I was talking with a, um, a, a summer collegiate woodbat team, uh, that I played for back in, back in the late nineties when I was in college and I played baseball. Uh, and so we've always been a supporter of them. They're, they're, They're semi uh, Nike affiliated. Their 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 team is the Knights, which is named after Phil and Penny Knight from Nike. Uh, and uh, they want to they want to call their wine "Going Going Gone" for a home run. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to do a bit of a fundraiser for them. But the point is, you know, for that story is that yes, as soon as you've got a compelling story and a reason and a purpose and a meaning behind it, we are all in on these on these things. And you know, What so long as the name hasn't been taken by somebody else. Right. Let's do it. Let's do it. What year did you score 61, AC? What year tournament? 71? It was in 71, yeah. 71. There you go. So it's the perfect anniversary to celebrate next next March Madness. You got to celebrate <laughs> the anniversary of the record that will never be broken. There you go. Austin Carr <laughs> scoring 61 points in a tournament game. There you go, Andrew. Get, to, to, get to work. Start. <laughs> Rafa's putting to you to Rafa. work. Yeah, we need to set that up. But Rafa, you and I, we worked last season on the anniversary. Remember AC? And then we went out right. after to celebrate the 61. I say we get that all prepared. We do it again. If we need wine tasting, we have AC right there. Yeah. If we like, <laughs> so I think it all works out perfectly. <laughs> I'm in. Look, and hopefully things are going to start start opening back up. So I'll come out and join you guys in person from now on on these things. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, man, that oh, man, that's be great. Yeah. Even yeah. better. Andrew, can oh, yeah. you stick around? Uh, we're gonna do, we have one more segment. Can you stick around with us, real quick? Yeah, of course. Let's That's do awesome. It. Love to. Okay, I we got, will I got be a back. New bottle too. Yeah, we 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 went through that one pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> <Did you> really? <laughs> we will be yeah, right we don't back. Mess around here, Andrew. We don't mess around. <laughs> we're really uh, endorsing your product here. <laughs> we got to keep ourselves. We got to keep ourselves yeah. warm out here. Keep, keep, right. keep them coming, Rob. Really <laughs> today. <laughs> We'll be right back on Line and Gold Radio. Line and Gold Radio. <laughs> Hi, this is number nine, Dylan Windler, and I never listen to Wine and Gold Radio. There's more of this 
That was delicious. After this, on Wine and Gold Radio. Designed from the land, for the land, the Team Shop has introduced a new in-house apparel line called the Land Collective. The first series is inspired by the 2020 NBA Draft. Each series will focus on a specific theme and feature exclusive pieces that will only be available while supplies last. Get these new looks from the Team Shop today only at Cavs.com slash shop. For more style inspiration and to be the first to know about upcoming collections, follow at Land Collective on Instagram. This is Jared Allen, Center for the Cavs. I listen to a lot of things every day, but it's never wine and gold radio. Now, back to wine and gold radio. Hello. Okay, everybody, back for the final segment here on Wine and Gold Radio, the appropriately named Wine and Gold Radio because we're, we're enjoying doing a double show today because we got like four more bottles to exactly. go. Exactly. So. We're all doing a little sommelier <laughs> action because we're joined by John Michael, our resident sommelier, Austin Carr, Mr. Cavalier, and uh, Andrew Harding, founder of uh, co-founder of Knocking Point wait, wait, Wines. Mr. Cavalier. Mr. Cavalier. <laughs> I don't, I, now I'm, I'm doing it now. It's too late. It's too late. You are now Mr. Cavalier. Cavalier. Okay, so Andrew, real quick, before before we, in the last segment, I, I said, as a writer, I, I have a hard time finding an adjective for wine, a, a, an appropriate one. A few years ago, after we had won the the uh, championship, we went to the Cavaliers. Went on a tour of Napa Valley. We went, yeah. stayed in the chalets, and they, and they took us around. And we stopped at one chalet. The whole team was there. And someone asked the question of the, uh, what would he be, the the owner of the? Probably the head winemaker. The yeah. head winemaker. And someone asked him a similar question, said, what's a good way to describe wine? What What is a good word? And the guy said, well, one thing we never want, and winemakers never really like, is the word buttery. It never wants to be buttery. So we all said, okay, well, that makes sense, you know. And... We're sitting around talking. J.R. Smith had kind of ducked out. I don't know if he had gone to the bathroom or went to make a phone call or something. Everybody's sitting around. These winemakers are kind of explaining everything technically. And J.R. kind of comes walking, and everybody kind of looks and laughs because he's J.R. So he comes in, he sits down, and they pour him a nice glass of wine, and all eyes are on him. And they say, well, what do you think? And he just leaned back and said, like butter. <laughs> and, the whole, and the whole place is like, no, no. Don't do that. No, not that word. <laughs> not that word. Yeah, the one word. The, the one, one word you don't use. Right. So, uh, uh, so, Andrew, this wine is, is definitely not buttery, but it's, no, it, it, it is, is great. It's, tasty. It's, it's tasty. It's delicious. Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean. For the most part, whenever I hear butter, I think Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. I don't like Chardonnay. We don't. We we made one Chardonnay in the past, so I don't think anybody will ever be calling our wines buttery. Fortunately, <laughs> <laughs> now Naki Point is the official the official wine of sports. You're saying, and, and there again, there's other people in your family. Teddy Bruschi, is that correct? Yeah, Teddy did a wine with us uh, to raise some money for his for his foundation. Um, you know, I I grew up playing sports. I, I played baseball through college. My my twin sister Sarah, who uh, works harder than I do, she runs the operations up up at the winery in Walla Walla. She played tennis through college. Uh, Stephen Amell, my business partner, you know, I mean, he's an actor, but he's also an athlete. He's playing a wrestler right now. 
he wrestled at 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 SummerSlam at Barclays Arena, like 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 for real. Got in the ring and trained, and he wrestled. He did American Ninja Warrior, yeah, and he won the thing. Like 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 the guy's the real deal, uh, you know. And and then our head of partnerships, Lonnie Paxton, who some of you have met already, he played for the Patriots for ten years and won three rings with that crew. So you got really a bunch of sports-minded people that also love wine, and um, you know, uh, in sort of just kind of looking at the overlap between sports and wine, we we didn't really see any. But you know, I I knew that whenever I hung out with with Stephen or all of our friends, we always had wine around. Like you know, it, it, sort of the older you get, the less you want to drink IPAs and just sit around, right? <laughs> you know, so you know, we we shifted to the rosés and the Pinot Noirs years ago. And started seeing a lot of our friends doing it um, and just felt like that, that, you know, there's a there's a serious overlap there that no real winery was was kind of going after. And so we um, just for fun, trademarked the official wine of sports really a little bit, just kind of having fun with it. But then realized after we did it that there really is a lane for us here to start to start to produce these sports themed wines that, 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 that you know, are, are, are super approachable in profile so that. For a new wine drinker who tries the rosé or tries the red, they're not going to get hit over the head with a huge, you know, Sangiovese with this, with like super tannins that's really kind of polarizing. But all these kind of middle of the road wines, like we picked here for Cavs Cab, that are true, or that are that are super premium wines from awesome vineyards, but they're real, real uh, crowd pleasers, right? Um, and so. Uh, Cavs Cab is, you know, one of our first sports themes wine. We 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 are uh, are making a wine right now called Game Time, uh, which uh, within a matter of weeks uh, should be available inside Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse and several other arenas here soon. So we're going to march down this 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 sports path just because sports are kind of in our DNA. Uh, you know, we know it, we love it, and you know, we just we just feel like. Um, you know, sports fans are looking for something different than beer and they're obviously moving to the white claws of the world and all that stuff. But, um, you know, we know that wine consumption is up and, uh, you know, we love sports and we think that we're perfectly positioned to, you know, create this, this new wine experience for sports fans. We so just, we just raised the numbers on the consumption a little bit after the last 45 minutes, but you mentioned, <laughs> uh, the wine being available, the knocking point wine being available at yeah. Rocker Morgan's Fieldhouse, but yeah. We have to let everybody know, for example, I know CavsWine.com is where they can yeah. go and purchase Mr. Cavalier's work of art in Cavs. Cav. Yeah. Where, where, where yeah. do we get the rest of the lineup for uh, of Knocking Point uh, product line? Yeah, so just uh, go to uh, KnockingPointWines.com. That's knocking with no K up front. It's just N-O-C-K-I-N-G. Or you can go to OfficialWineOfSports.com. That's us too. And it just redirects to our site just because that's such an easy one to say, officialwinesports.com. You know, and, and, but outside of that, the, the plan is to have these wines available in the Cleveland area as well too. So outside of Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, you're going to be finding our wine showing up here soon on store shelves. Um, And, you know, we can obviously share some of those details here soon. And of course, I mentioned about your wine having stories behind them and Cavs Cab also part of the profits will benefit the Cleveland Food Bank. So, you know, enjoy yourself a little Cabernet, enjoy Mr. Cavalier's work of art and help a little (laughs) bit the community because we still have a lot of people that need a little help and and the Cleveland Food Bank is doing an amazing job. So there you go. It killed more than more than two birds with one stone. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I mean, everything that we do for the most part has a has a give back component to it. Last year alone, we raised well over a million dollars for 
charities in need, um, which I'm super proud of because this company still has less than 10 employees and we're based in, you know, little Walla Walla, Washington. So to be able to, you know, make an impact of, you know, seven figures is, you know, something that I'm super proud of. And obviously to be able to support the, you know, Cleveland Food Bank is, um, is awesome. I, you know, I mean, I mean, we're going to be with you guys in Cleveland for years. So, you know, if, 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 if we can raise some money together and, you know, get people excited and, um, you know, you, you know, help to help to feed some people, then we are, we are all about it all day long. Andrew, that sounds great. Hey, before I let you go, I got to ask you uh, a basketball question. Are you an LA yeah. basketball guy now? Or are you still holding out for the Sonics to return? You know, it's funny. Walla Walla is closer to Portland. So oh, you okay. probably know where I'm going here. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I, I actually lived in Portland uh, every summer during college playing baseball. Uh, and then I moved there for, I think, three or four years right out, you know, fresh out of college. So Portland's a little bit of like my, my, my home away from home. So I was always a Blazer fan growing up. Okay. Well, then um, I have, then I, I love, then okay, I, I say why I, I love well, Portland. Go ahead. I love Portland because it's the only arena where I have a better seat than the English broadcast booth. <laughs> That's why I like, that right? That's usually, why I like Portland. Usually they put me all the way up in the hockey booth, in the gondola. And now in Portland, I'm in front of them. So I love the Moda Center. <laughs> I love it. Andrew, love also, it. also, Rafa once saved a media member's life yeah, in Portland. My he, first uh, trip. In his first road trip ever, he gave a guy the Heimlich maneuver in the media room. <laughs> Did you? Good for you. That's incredible. Yeah. All right, wow. <laughs> That's Andrew great. Harding, Drink thank you so much. <laughs> that's right, thank that's you it. <laughs> so much for joining us uh, on Wine and Gold Radio. We loved having you. Maybe we'll have have you back. But it really, it was great. Knocking Point Wines, Cavs Cab, delicious. Cavswine.com. Hey, thank you. Salud, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank Salud. Thank you for for having me and for supporting us. And I'm happy to be part of the Cavs crew these days for sure. Absolutely, we're we are, we are loving every minute of us. Thank you. That was Andrew Harding, Knocking Point Wines. Tasty wine. Thank you, Mr. Cavalier. <laughs> Mr. Cav- Mr. Cavalier, you did not steer us wrong on this one, buddy. I knew you no, wouldn't. Was, I did a lot of testing, so it, it, after a while I could figure it out. <laughs> what? How did the process work? Oh, man, it took, it took me about a half hour to do it all because we were talking and <laughs> right. doing this and that and that. And, uh, and they gave me three, two bottles I actually was six bottles, two of each, each one. But it was three, and 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 I would take one and I drink it, and, and and you know you start out. I drank too much of it because it was kind of like I need to I need to sip it, so I could taste it, and then go to the next and taste it. But I was drinking it and doing it. So after a while, it just became all right. I'm gonna just take this. This one taste the best. <laughs> that was it. But we, we had a great time doing it. And I tell you, it, it's not bad having a job that you like. Like, he loves his job. He loves that. I mean, and you can just tell it's just all, all it's all from the heart with him and, and his company. And, and I'm, I'm kind of happy that we are, uh, you know, joining at the hip with that, with that, with that company. They're a nice company. But you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a type of guy that sings Christmas songs in, in July. All I want for Christmas is for John Michael to introduce you as Mr. Cavalier <laughs> at one of the broadcasts on Fox Sports Ohio. And then I want yeah, the clip and I wanna and I wanna just rip I wanna make it my my, my ringtone. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Alright everybody, we have to thank of course before we leave, we have to thank our our resident sommelier, Austin Carr, Mr. Cavalier, Mr. Cavalier. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Matt Gold, the golden boy. Golden boy, yeah. Joe Fritchin, the great Joe Fritchin. Peter Berman, Casey Coolis, the coolest name in broadcasting. Robert J. Hageman, Josie Jokione, Brandon Jurosic, D-Mac. Or why, why instead of D-Mac, why don't you... You thank Lucy Matz better. You never include Lucy on the th- on, on on the thank you list. Now that you've called me out, yes, Lucy Lucy Matz. <laughs> Lucy Veras. <laughs> Lucy Veras. I'm sorry. She's a she's a married woman. Lucy Veras. D Mac, of course. No. And then, well, now it's too late. Okay. <laughs> and of course, the dynamic duo of Dirty Kurt and Marty Allen. Let's go, Big Daddy. So we'll see you next week. And as always, good night, Freddie Mac. Wherever you are. <laughs> Rebound. Boy, Spence. Good night, Oakland. It's over. It's over. The 52 years <laughs> is over. You're listening to Wine and Gold Radio. Oh, Danny. Cleveland. Way up on the right. Ohio. Here, here. See you in two hours. America. Hey, Come on, man. 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 Come on,